Hello and welcome to another episode of Gary Talks. Now, unfortunately, the guest I was to interview this week had to have three teeth extracted and I too had a major filling done on the same day, which resulted in none of us being able to speak properly for the podcast recording. Plus, our mouths were very, very sore that day. But instead of organising another interview for the following day, I realised that there was something important that I felt I should talk about as 2023 draws nearer for us. This is a GK Media Podcast. During the weekend, I read an article about the CEO of Coca-Cola, James Quincy, announcing that they were increasing their marketing for 2023 as they saw it as a dynamic and challenging year. This led me to writing a short post about the article on LinkedIn at the weekend, encouraging business owners to always aim at increasing brand awareness and marketing campaigns when you see difficult times ahead, as opposed to the easy and lazy option of cutting marketing budgets and campaigns altogether. Because simply if you are seeing constriction happening in your market, that is when you need to create other marketing channels and reach out to another target group that you can grow the needs of your business and products through. Because when the business gets tough in terms of decreased sales activities, instead of cutting back on everything and possibly reducing your level of service and convenience for your customer, you should be using your marketing budget more creatively to attract a new customer base. The reaction I got online to this post was very positive, but as they say, there's always one. So to put it in perspective, this is exactly what I wrote on LinkedIn. CEO of Coca-Cola, James Quincy, told staff this week that they expect 2023 to be a challenging year. As a result, they are increasing their marketing. He said, marketing investment is a crucial driver. Think about it. Unfortunately, when turnover slows down, the first thing unimaginative CEOs do is cut their marketing spend. This is the complete opposite to what one should be doing. Yes, spend it wisely, but you need to grow your market when the current one starts to constrict. I've seen it during the pandemic where businesses that were closed literally went silent, especially online. Hence, they lost their core audience and are now struggling to get back the footfall they had in 2019. There were only nine weeks to 2023 start planning. So that's what I posted on LinkedIn at the weekend. Then someone who I am not connected to on LinkedIn wrote the following. Conceptually, you are right, but SMEs are not in this same position. Someone had to pay the bill. SMEs don't have it spare at times like this. I understand why you would post this, but would you be willing to do the marketing or sales work conditional on its success? Because doing what you say will put many SMEs under, should the work not realise good returns. Now this is on a Saturday night, and the last thing I wanted was to spend my Saturday night debating with Adam about what I said and what I meant. By starting off saying, conceptually you are right, I knew there was a tone, as my mother would say, in his reaction. He mentions that SMEs are not in the same position, so only large-scale companies are doing well. This I strongly disagree with. 
Any of the clients we have worked with this year are all doing well, and 95% of them are SMEs. Here at GK Media, we are an SME, and thankfully business is good for us. Now, yes, costs have gone up, wages have been increased, but so has our level of services and our number of clients. To put it in perspective, SMEs are dentists, solicitors, bars, restaurants, gyms, hair salons. They're actually any business with up to 250 employees in that business under the European Union's definition. And the Central Statistics Office figures from 2019 for Ireland show that 99.7% of businesses in Ireland are SMEs. So are 99.7% of businesses in Ireland suffering now? I don't agree with that. Now, yes, times have been difficult. The last few years, certainly, and 2023 is expected to be challenging for everyone in society. But as a business person, I assume you expect to have challenges in business. It's not all rosy. Not every year is a continuous year on year of financial growth. As a child, I was told, make hay while the sun shines. In other words, when there's work out there, roll up your sleeves and get busy. And for me, when it's quiet then, like the start of lockdown in March 2020, I saw that as a great time for reflection, reassessing or realigning my goals and for taking time out to focus on proactive forward planning. Adam challenges me asking if I would be willing to do sales work or marketing work conditional on a success. Now, I'm over 20 years in business. GK Media itself will be 10 years in business in May of 2023. But when someone in business even suggests that someone should work for free, I run a mile from them. It clearly undervalues people or the roles of marketing and sales in general. It's not how the world of business or economic works. And I don't think you should have that attitude towards people at all. I think probably, unfortunately, this person who posted that comment is going through challenges now in business. And that's always sad to hear. And Maybe he's been burnt before by those working in marketing or sales. But as a business leader, you can't paint all SMEs with the same brush, nor can you paint individuals the same as an entire industry sector. He goes on to say, because doing what you say will put many SMEs under. Again, another blanket statement. According to him, investing in new marketing methods will put your business, if you are an SME, it will put your business under. Scary how one could be so afraid of change or trying something different. To rather do nothing than something when faced with challenges in business and wait for the storm to pass, to me, can be more detrimental to your business. And then he says, should the work not realise good returns? And yes, in an ideal world, that would be great. If you were a shoemaker in a village and everyone in the village came to you for shoes, that would be wonderful. But what happens if another shoemaker comes into your village or even starts attracting people from your village to theirs? Now what will you do? Sit back and moan that you do a great job, so therefore you should be entitled to doing some good business? Or will you get off your backside and start encouraging people to come to you instead? 
Will you put the effort and time into building and growing your community and attract people from other villages to come to you so you can grow your business and have the financial leverage then to make changes, improve your service further, provide a better service for your customers, streamline certain areas, create employment in your community, provide more for your local community and so on. To avoid the great debate online, I responded to his post simply with this. Thanks, Adam. As the owner of an SME that will be 10 years in business next year, every December we budget for wages, insurance, new equipment, marketing, etc. Every business should be budgeting some sort of percentage of their anticipated turnover towards a marketing budget, whether that's for internal and or external use. There's no point having a product or service if you're not telling people about it and try to grow your customer base. Understandably, not every business can increase their marketing spend next year, but maybe use what you've allocated for next year to creating a new market based on your customer profiles if you see business slowing in your current customer base. I thought or I hoped that would just wrap it up for the night. But no, five minutes later, he was back. Gary Kelly, again, conceptually fine, but we all started this year fine. Halfway through, brown smelly stuff hits the fan. Just look at all the online retail figures. It has not been a drop. It's a plummet. The budget for the year is out. Gone. It's not that the profits are diminished. Many are now looking at losses. You can't run a loss for long and then go start spending more on something without coming a cropper. At least not without some serious finance behind you. Or you start sacking everyone else and spend that on marketing. Now, why would anyone encourage the sacking of all your staff so you can spend that money on marketing? It's an awful statement to make. Plus, the bloody obvious here is why would you spend money on marketing a service or product when there's no one to provide that for the customer as they've been sacked? Now, again, I know he's been over dramatic, but my point is you need to see marketing as an important spend in your business and allocate funds towards it as a cost like you would your insurance, electricity, wages, etc. If it's all spent this year, fine, but see what you can do more creatively with it next year to create more options for your business. Yes, you might be making losses this year, but have you always been making losses in business? Hopefully not. Now, to be honest, I can't find a comprehensive list of online retail figures from June to October of 2022, but I know retail sales have dropped 3.1% in September in Ireland. The UK saw a drop of 1.4% in September, but Australia saw a 17.9% increase in retail spend in September, with customers spending $35 billion both in-store and online. Now, understandably, when there is talk of recession, customers reduce their spending and tighten their belts. The cost of living has significantly increased in Ireland, but the economy is still doing reasonably well in Ireland. The unemployment rate in Ireland is about 4.3%. Retail businesses, and especially those in hospitality, are crying out for staff and running campaigns to bring in workers now from Southeast Europe. The Irish economy is still expected to grow slightly next year, despite talks of a global recession. If you keep thinking everything is bad, then everything will appear bad. And yes, I have friends caught in the rental market who can't get a mortgage. I know some people who don't go out at the weekend as they find it hard to pay for a babysitter. Yes, it's hard. I also know others who say they are flat broke yet still manage to go on all-inclusive sun holidays. 
But if your attitude freezes you from doing anything productive to change the situation, then that's not good. We are an adaptable species. We have to adapt on a constant basis. That will never change. It's part of our DNA. It's part of our makeup. We're well able for it. I've said it numerous times. What worked before in business isn't guaranteed to work today or in the future. You ask any business owner that has been successful enough to stay in business for 50 plus years, they will tell you that they had to keep adopting and changing with the times and needs of their customers. Even McDonald's, one of the biggest fast food chains in the world, has had to change their brand and marketing strategy over the years as their customers' needs and attitudes changed. Again, we're talking about Coca-Cola here at the start. Coca-Cola, everyone knows Coca-Cola. Everyone knows what Coca-Cola tastes like. Everyone knows where they can buy Coca-Cola. Why does Coca-Cola feel they need to keep marketing when everyone knows about their product? Everyone knows where to get it. Everyone knows what it tastes like. It's because Coca-Cola, when you go into a shop and you're feeling thirsty or you're in a restaurant, the first thing you will think of is Coca-Cola. That is why Coca-Cola market. That is why Coca-Cola are increasing their marketing, is that it becomes the forefront thought in your head when you want to quench your thirst. Now, we all know you need to be making a profit to stay in business. It's not just being good at what you do. You need to make a profit. Otherwise, you're not running a business. It's a hobby. And revenue would see it as a hobby even. And in making that profit, you need to account for ongoing costs to your business and marketing should be one of them. And I'm not saying this as someone who wants your business. I'm saying this just to genuinely help you for someone who has seen the benefits of marketing in their own business and the benefits of marketing in other businesses. I've seen it work. It works. And if you want to grow your business, you want to grow your customer base, marketing is essential. Now, it's not the be-all and end-all of a business, but it is a major player in helping your business become a success. You should have a big goal in business and every year be recalibrating your business's compass to steer the ship in the right direction. And marketing will help you reach a wider audience that you can't do by foot. Now, one other gentleman on LinkedIn who works in sales posted a comment saying, as always, marketing's challenge is to validate the investment. Better to increase sales activity. Now, this for me was just as frustrating as this guy doesn't realize that marketing makes it easier for him to sell. They work together. Marketing benefits the salesperson and more sales benefits marketing. And this is where I start to grow concerned about not only what is going on in our world becoming more polarized at the moment through geopolitics and extreme beliefs on where society needs to be, but is it happening now in business too and businesses that are struggling to survive? Because in business, internal communication is essential before external communication. This is a fact I always give in my marketing talks. The staff need to know what is going on in the business, the direction it wants to go, how it is going to get there, and what it wants to tell the customer or audience before embarking on that mission. And to add to that, internal communication is also essential for everyone to know what everyone is doing and why they are doing it for those goals. The minute one group 
thinks they are more important or better than another group in a company, the culture is turning toxic. And not only will your business suffer on the outside, but it will crumble internally. Whenever I see a cohort of staff in a business belittle another department, for me, that's when it's time to get out of Dodge. The place is toxic. Core values are lost or forgotten, and negative energy will cost the business the loss of their best staff and customers. So let's try to be positive here for a few minutes. There are about eight weeks to 2023. Start thinking about what you want to achieve in that year. Set out your goals on a piece of paper and break it down into quarterly goals and then weekly actions to achieve those quarterly goals. If you think the business will face financial difficulty in 2023, go through your accounts for this year. Ask yourself, what can you cut back on for next year? Then look at what areas give you the greatest profit. Can you increase more sales on that? Who's your audience for that product or service? Where are they online? How can you reach them? What do you want to say to them? What action do you need them to take? Are you willing to build growth and trust in that community? And also, who can help you? You're not expected to be an expert in every field. Also, are there other areas in your business worth exploring? Have you asked your customers for their thoughts and feedback? Is there something else or something better you could provide them with? In terms of marketing tips, influencer marketing has played a big part this year. And I know two particular clients who are thriving these past two years. They've put down the success of their sales turnover to simply investing in the right influencer. Now, in the next few years, the virtual shopping experience is set to dominate marketing trends. This, again, is where you need to, if you haven't yet, consider how important video marketing is. Not only do you show the passion for your business or brand, but you're building trust with your audience. You're showing them what you do in a format that is dominating online platforms. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat. People like to consume content through videos. It also increases your ranking on search engines. It can improve your social media engagement. It helps decision makers and ultimately it helps boost conversions and sales. Now, I'm not going to cover the benefits of marketing in the short podcast, but trust me, when done right, it works. But you need to have the right attitude to embrace it. Marketing is a long-term investment. Results don't come immediately and you will always keep having to tweak the formula. Consider social responsibility short-form video content, keep communicating with your customers, develop inbound marketing strategies, use your networks to grow further, don't be afraid to ask for help, have clear goals and a plan of achievable and measurable actions, grow the best and most profitable products or services, grow your brand through the best platform that speaks to your audience, explore the best influencers out there that speak to your audience that you want to tap into, Anticipate the needs of your customers in 2023 and your target audience too. Be entertaining, make memorable content and enjoy the process. For those who don't believe in or respect marketing, I don't have the time or energy to convince you of why you are wrong. But for those who do know that it brings many benefits to your business, then please use your time over the next few weeks wisely. So you are starting 2023 strong, with clear goals and motivating aspirations. Thank you for listening. Now I need to go back and nurse my tooth again. Bye-bye.